0: Okay, so here's my, my question that came to mind, is when you saw it for the first time, were you like, wow, I have a beautiful vagina, or what the hell is that?
1: I was like, okay, my pussy looks good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Camp Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Potter, and this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert cougar mother Rawr. and her stand-up comic son, me,
0: who's going to enter clown school. Okay,
2: I we I had mother take notes going back over this episode and uh, that my, you're about to hear. And my note taking is Ooh. very. Oh, it left something to be desired. <laughs> it all it says is big butts. <laughs> Wideside Productions. That's the name of her company. Trigger Thoughts and Cream Pies. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I don't think I need to say more. We
0: interviewed a porn star (laughs) named Sarah (laughs) Uh, J.
2: To prepare you for what you're about to hear, we bring on a producer, director... And porn star actress, yeah, Sarah J, Which was so cool because typically
0: porn is directed, written, and produced solely and consumed by men. So what's cool about what Sarah's doing is that she's, it's coming from a woman's perspective, although she doesn't do romantic type love story like porn.
2: She said she does like little story. Okay, well, you'll hear.
0: You're, you're going to hear more about that. But it's cool how uh, a female looks at porn
2: and directs porn. Yeah, and you all, she also, if you stay till the end, she gives some good, Really good sex tips. A lot of sex tips that I think I'll be using. And um, she also talks about in the porn industry, subtle racism,
0: not so subtle. No, it's not. It's not subtle. She said it's. It, that's one of her issues with being in the porn. She's been in the porn in- industry for over seventeen years. She's seen some serious
2: racism going on. Yeah. So if you're if you're interested to know what the porn industry looks like, if you're looking for sex tips uh-huh. from a person who re- Acts and directs porn. Yeah, she's still she's still involved in in being the talent in porn. And
0: what's cool about what she does, which I thought was really cool, and yes, I will wrap it up, Cam. Yeah, come on. Okay, to get to the, the episode what, over cool here. What's cool about it is that she makes sex in porn fun. She does. So stay tuned. And if you like big butts, and I cannot lie, <laughs> her company's called Wideside Productions. Check it out.
2: You'll hear all. You can find it in the show notes. And you can uh, hear all about her plugs in the episode. So let's get to the episode, Stay
0: mother. tuned. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the Sarah J's and the Wideside Side Productions. rock okay. and roll with Sarah J. Sarah J, welcome to the show. Sarah J's in the Thank house. Thank you. Thank you for
2: having
0: me. <laughs> She's actually not in the house. She's in Florida and we're in Hollywood, California. But um, we're doing this via Skype. And, um
2: So you guys met at a porn convention? Oh yeah. We did. As as people do. Uh, <laughs> as, as my mother does.
0: <laughs> and there's not often I could say that Cyril was definitely one of the highlights of um all my porn conventions. Uh, I met I've met some yeah. really great um people that are entertainers in porn and you are one of the most intelligent and what's cool about Sarah is that she is now an official director producer of her own uh films, which oh, is awesome. so cool.
1: I have my own production company. It's Wideside Productions. Which
0: is funny in itself, um, that name Wideside. Yeah. Why do you think you got yeah. that name? How did that come about?
1: Um, you know, I would like to be able to give you like some sort of explanation besides like my my wide side is my butt, which has made me <laughs> a lot of money. Um, <laughs> but besides that, uh yeah, like it just seemed right. I yeah. don't know, it just it came to me just the way it's spelled and everything, and it just seemed right, and I just went with it. And speak- it cute, speaking speaking of
0: speaking of wide sides, why do you yeah. think guys like big butts?
1: Because <laughs> they're soft. They're <laughs> soft. Yeah, no, big butts are nice, you know? they not like out like big butts. They look, like they look nice butts. on a girl. You know, it's like a nice curve. Curves are nice. They're interesting. But yeah. when I was growing
0: up, everyone would always say, oh, does my butt look big in these jeans? And it would be like such a bad thing to have a big butt. And I've always had a big butt. And now it's like, Kim, since Kim Kardashian Beyonce, it's like now... No, it's people, me.
1: It was me. It was I'll Sarah J, actually.
0: She was I'm ahead of her credit time.
1: for it. Like, I'm going to say maybe J-Lo and then Sarah J. Like... <laughs> I started doing uh, porn 17 years ago, and when I first started, I was started in the era of why If you're a white girl, you should be skinny with big boobs.
0: That's what I'm talking and so about. I went, and,
1: I went and got my big fake boobs, and um, like I still had this really nice big butt and thick thighs. And I knew I was always going to be like that. Everybody in my family's like that, and uh, I never saw anything wrong with it. Like I. Everybody I was around looks like that, so looks fine to me. But I started being in more competitive atmosphere when I was a stripper and stuff, and had a lot of agents and managers, and people refused to hire me and refused to work with me because I was too thick and I had too big of a butt, and uh, everybody wanted me to lose weight. I had one agent tell me to lose forty pounds. Oh my god! Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that would have taken me down to like below my weight that I had was weighing in like fourth grade. Oh my god! <laughs> But where did you
0: have the confidence, though? Yeah, you
1: know what? I just ignored everybody. And I was like, you know what? There are people out there that appreciate body types like me. And I sought out movies like that. I did a lot of, when I first started, I did a lot of big boob stuff. And then I started doing a lot of interracial movies, too.
0: And, yeah, that is true that um, black men are known to like a bigger booty.
1: Yes, absolutely. And there really wasn't any, like, white girls, like, on the scene like that when I when I started so um that was you know really helpful for me and I thought I think kind of like also brought it around that you know big butts are
2: awesome do you think big butts are on the rise in porn
1: I well I think big butts have been on the rise like they they're like they've already I think feel like they've already climaxed I feel like
0: (laughs) no pun intended
1: we're, we're going back to like not necessarily small butts but I think it's going to be, like, fitnessy bodies It's going to be, like, the next, like, in thing.
2: Mm.
1: Not necessarily small butts or small boobs, but, like, you know, tight-toned.
2: The yoga body.
1: Yeah, like, a, somewhere between, like, a yoga body and, like, a slim goodie.
2: You
0: know what's really slim funny? Slim it, it's I know someone who works in a plastic surgery center, and she's told me that people are getting butt implants.
1: There's been butt implants going on for quite a long time, was, and injections as well.
0: It kills me. After all the years I tried to get my butt to look skinnier, now people are implanting to have the butt that I was trying to get rid of. <laughs>
1: well, God. All right. Well, we well it's the same with boobs now too. You know, like it was all about big boobs before, and now it's like not not so much about big boobs.
2: Oh my gosh! So I like big butts, and I cannot lie. We have a listener question. Um, yeah. But but it, oh. it relates to this topic. But I'll, I'll set the context. My mother got me a flashlight recently.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> Doesn't every mother buy that for their twenty-seven-year-old son? Yeah, Sarah, I how are you not su- surprised
1: by that? <laughs> yeah, no, like I mean, I've met your mom for a few moments, and that seems like an appropriate gift.
0: <laughs> I got my boyfriend one too. She he got a Nina Hartley one, and she and he got a Riley oh. Reed. Now we tried so, to get Riley on the show and she did not respond to our tweet to our tweets. So we need to have your input on flashlights.
2: Well, so 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 okay, a little more context. I used to have a flashlight. People, so oh, wait, wait, wait a little more, <laughs> little more context before we dive into here. So for the for our listeners who haven't learned, my mother is now sponsored by Adam dot com. She gets all these free sex toys,
0: and if you use code Karen, you get fifty percent off your first toy and free shipping in the United States. Isn't that lovely? Hey. Although fleshlights may not be included in the deal, but let's
2: move on. Okay. Well, she decided. Oh, free sex toys. Well, let's get one for my son. <laughs> so, so I got this Riley Reed f- flashlight that I've been experimenting with uh-huh. to mixed degrees of <laughs> okay. of satisfaction. Satisfaction. <laughs> um, so, so one of our listener questions. This is where it comes in. To, do you know? So you've you've had a flashlight made of yourself, correct?
1: I did, I did. They, uh, what was that made process my like?
2: For about a year and a half, two years. Okay, what was that process like? Oh, it sounds
0: oh, it's kind's very it sounds like a fun experience.
2: I also should mention our listeners might not know what a flashlight is. Oh, it's a male sex toy. It's a mold of a vagina. So you put your dick. in, It <laughs> looks like a flashlight. You you fuck the flesh the flashlight. <laughs> if you want to watch if you want to see more of what that looks like you
0: have to go to sex Stuck with my mom's YouTube channel
2: What you're not going to find like a video of me fucking a flesh no
0: not a fu- you having sex with one but didn't we bring it out
2: we might have brought it out. We, might, we brought not, out the it, box. Yeah,
1: have you yeah. have you done it under warm water? Yeah.
2: I tried to do the warm water. By the time I was, I he, happened to be cooking at the time. He was cooking garbanzo beans while
0: he was so, warming up I his flashlight.
2: Yeah. Thank you. So there, I had some priorities. So so by the time it was actually, <laughs> we, I was starting to try it out. It was all cold, and it just felt kind of like a dead fish.
0: I love the way Sarah goes. I love garbanzo beans. <laughs>
1: I do. Um, Well, you know, next time, maybe you can, like, heat up the water, like, boil the water while you're cooking. And then when you're ready, like, when you're ready to make it happen, like, right before you're ready, just pour it on the, on the flashlight. Put the flashlight in the thing and go for
2: it. Go for it while you're eating your beans. There's a lot of, lot of things I was dealing with at the time. Can we go back to
0: It's just, it's order of operations.
2: It's order of operations, exactly. So, so... Anyway, it, they, these compa- the, the Fleshlight company will make a mold of a porn star's vagina that they know people want to fuck. And so they've made it of yours.
1: They did. They did. They did mine for a little while.
2: That's awesome. So how did they do that? Yeah, let's hear about this.
1: Um, well, they flew me out to Austin and put me, uh, well, they walked me through the warehouse and the offices. They had a room with um, stirrups, just like a gynecologist's office. They had a couple guys with cameras filming the whole thing. They slapped some cold, wet stuff on my coochie (laughs) and popped it off. And that was it. That was fun. Was this erotic
0: for you or was it more technical, like going to gynecologist?
1: It was like neither. It was like funny because it's like a bunch of like college guys, like stand around with like headphones and microphones and like cameras. Everyone's like, yeah,
2: I think we got it, man. You know, like, this, is- <laughs> oh. <yeah. laughs> this is someone's some high, some college kid's job? It's their dream yeah. job. Take molds of porn stars vaginas. And they put on like the
1: little gloves and slap it on and you know. You know what I off.
0: I interviewed a guy that that's a the vagina. And then they the lay it on
1: the table, vagina. which
0: is kinda of funny to see your twat on the table. <laughs> you saw your twat on the table. A teacher. I did. I was like, oh look
2: at that. So how does it make you feel that you know that all these guys are fucking a mold of your vagina?
1: You know, it makes it makes me feel very useful.
0: <laughs> <That's>
1: right? <laughs>
2: it's it's. Are, are it's, there any reservations?
1: Hot. No, not at all. Um, no, I, I I wish they would continue to make it. Other than that, no, I I think it's great to just, have my. Is my it baguette. very profitable? Uh, you know, like it's 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 up for debate. I'm, just, I'm yeah. We don't really need to get into that. It's up for debate. Well, so but I will <laughs> say I will say this. It is a really good quality toy. I like it a lot. I think that, um, I think that it's a great toy. Like I think people should buy it. Oh, I, I want to get juicy. into that. It's, yeah, it's really cool.
0: I'm not, not really into it, but I want to talk more about it. Like, wait, okay, so oh, here's okay. My, my question that came to mind is when you saw it for the first time, were you like, wow, I have a beautiful vagina or what the hell is that?
1: I was like, okay, my pussy looks good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I know, and then, cool. like, there was a couple other vaginas on the table, and I was like, no, my shit looks nice. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, really, it could, it could be horrifying if you if you feel if like, what yeah. the hell is that? No, I
1: got a nice snatch, apparently. You know, <laughs> yeah.
0: the, the, I interviewed a guy named uh, Jamie McCart- McCarthy, McCartney, McCartney. Oh. Jamie McCartney, and he making this
2: up at this point. No, I'm
0: not making it up. Okay, he did. He took molds of over 400 vaginas and made a great wall of vagina, oh and wow, and sculpture. And he's, he They're he he so like awesome. he molded you know young old fat thin twins all kinds of vaginas. And what well, his idea was to show the world that every vagina is be- beautiful. I still think that some vaginas Why are, are prettier than others.
1: They're like snowflakes.
0: <laughs> They're like snowflakes. Exactly what I
2: said at the time. <laughs> so so how do you f- I, I, I I feel a little mixed about using uh, a fleshlight to it, be honest. It's
0: cuz he's kind of spiritual.
2: What, why? why? It's not because I'm kind of spiritual.
0: He's he's very like he, he doesn't believe in the whole like, you know, he's a purist. That's right, what it so is. So
2: this this will be interesting right. talking about with a porn star. I'm also not a big watcher of porn. Neither am I. Is that right? That's right. So, what are your? Th- well, I guess what are your thoughts on porn?
1: No, I think porn great for people who who want to watch it. Yeah, for sure.
2: So like, I don't event? mind. I don't
1: mind if it's on in the background, but I don't. I've never really watched porn. Like, <laughs> hey, let's put it in the porn. Album. Wait, what
2: do you mean if it's on in the background? Like, if you're cooking and then it just happens to be. No, she means porn like you know, like
1: I've been in like sex clubs yeah. and stuff, and swingers clubs, or even like house parties where people like put it on a projector, or, like put it on a TV or something. Oh
2: wow, you're going to some cool party much cooler yeah, parties. Those are so fun parties. Yeah, those are fun Yeah, days.
0: camps
1: parties but, like, do I not have porn around. I actually watch porn like, hey, I'm going to put in the new, no, I don't, I don't
2: Okay, do that. But for your thoughts on, say, guys watching you in porn, yeah, is there any concern for like, oh, th- this is kind of like an artificial experience for them or, because that's my, th- my thing. Is, you know like, what? I-
1: no, I don't judge people because like, you know, you never know what somebody's going through or what. They, you know, what they might go through mentally. Maybe they're not like really like socially inept to talk to girls. Maybe they're a little shy. Maybe it's just been a long week and they need to work, rub one out because they don't have time to hook up with their girl. Mm. Or maybe, you know, there's like a million reasons why you could be jerking off. Maybe you and your chick are watching it and trying to learn some shit and get inspired. Yeah. There's like so many reasons to watch porn. I totally get it. Like, I completely understand why people would want to watch it. Uh, yeah, I
0: feel,
2: I, I understand from that perspective. Uh, okay, I think
0: it's a whole thing. Porn in moderation, like anything in moderation, is the way you, to go. So if you it's, don't want to do it
2: every day, twenty four seven. Some of my friends acknowledge that they're addicted to porn. Yeah, it's
0: it, and I think that's the thing that people do not realize that it's it's not like people know you can get addicted to gambling or or you can get addicted to alcohol or cocaine or something like that, but they don't realize that porn it can be a slippery slope like that as well. Yeah.
1: So I, well, I feel like you know once you start hiding something then it's probably not a great behavior so like if you're like sneaking around to watch porn and stuff it's probably not the most healthy behavior to have well if it, you know, in, like, in
0: your in your heart you know that it's probably uh, not a good thing
2: well I think
1: right or or the, or the fact that like you don't feel comfortable sharing that with other people People in your life that are in, like, you know, in your sex life, the other partners, you know.
0: Good point, like, yeah. If
1: you're into porn, you, you should feel unashamed to say, like, you know, like, do you want to watch this gang gang with me? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know? <laughs> my, like,
0: my boyfriend just walked in and announced that he was watching your porn.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. right in front
0: of my son, he announced this, okay? <laughs> nice. there was a yeah. He's very open about it, apparently.
1: I, I get a lot of female fans that are like, whenever I'm not around, he watches you, and sometimes we watch you together. That's like, oh, yeah. I think that's a very healthy relationship, you know, like, um, you know, like you shouldn't choose porn over real life.
2: Right. Okay, so this, dad, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. That's where it gets a little sticky, sticky, sticky. <laughs> He's, your mouth is right. getting sick. You can't even speak right well, now. So some of my friends. First of all, you have that guy that you went on a date with. You want to tell oh, that yeah. story? Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Sarah, I went Ooh. on a date with some guy. I mean, I didn't go on a date with him. What I did is I called him up. I said I got this awesome hotel room, and oh. uh, it was. I it ended up I was supposed to have a room with a friend of mine, and she couldn't go. So I said like, I called this guy up. I'm like, I got a hotel room for a night. In this downtown Chicago, you want to meet me there? And he's like, "Oh, I don't know." I'm like, "What the fuck? What do you, mean you don't know?" He's like, I, "Ah, you know, I'm supposed to go to town tomorrow." Blah, 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 I don't know. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? This is like an opportunity. What, what's wrong with you?" <laughs> and uh, I'm like, "Get your ass over here!" So he comes over there, and we had a wonderful time. And then at the end of that, he's like, "God, I'm really glad I did that." I'm like, "Why? What? What do you? Of course you would." And he goes, "Well, I was actually thinking that if I had just stayed home and masturbated to porn." then it would have gotten much quicker and, you know, I would have a good night's sleep. And I'm like, well, you know, you live learn, you live and learn. But this is someone who has definitely had an addiction. Not,
1: well, not only that, that's just like the sign of a lazy person sometimes. Too. Too. Sometimes that people too. are tired or lazy and they just don't feel like fucking with other people. And I get that too. Like that happens to me a lot, to be honest with you. You know, like I work all day and then like, I'm not quite, like, tired yet, but I don't really want to call somebody to just, like, lay, lay me out before I go to sleep. <laughs> lay me <laughs> out? So, like, I just, like, rub one out real quick, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, like, I, I get can it. see that, too. What it, about you?
2: Not the same. Not exactly the same. <laughs> so, it, for me, it, it does... It, it makes me feel like uh, I'm going to l- somehow lose uh, uh, desire for the actual... Act. Act. The other. I'm. I'm specifically thinking. They're
1: not. Com- they're. They're not in comp- competition. They're like not the same. That's a well, good point. Hold on. Too. That
2: is a good point. The other night. This is. This is a lot for me to share. I had a wet dream. Thinking that I was using the fleshlight. <laughs> that's a fucking that's weird thing. the fleshlight what? felt
1: really good. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah,
2: but that's a weird... I think I should be not having wet dreams thinking about myself masturbating with a piece of plastic. Well, let's but you me should not worry hood.
1: about what you're having wet dreams about and maybe worry about having wet dreams. Like,
0: uh, <laughs> or just think about it. Like, I fact. mean, wet
1: dreams are really not that big of a deal, but... Like, the thing is, is like, cause is a mess and stuff. So now you should need to think about, like, waterproof sheets. Or, like, <laughs> but you, should, or I... you should be excited that, you know, you're getting off. Well, no, yeah. I
2: think you, I actually think you have a point because I, I, I rarely have what dreams said. Usually only comes when I'm, like, not having any action. No, no, from somebody
1: who's very sexual and has had a lot of sexual moments and things and experiences, more than you can possibly imagine. You go through phases. So take this flashlight wet dream as like a phase and just enjoy it be like, yeah, flashlights are getting me off right now because they might not forever. It might, it might get boring after a while. So and just that's what I think it's it, about.
0: Right? That's exactly like what girlfriend. I think it's about. It's
1: like a new girlfriend, you know? It's like, oh, she's like exciting you and stuff. It's like, a new like, way to experience yourself. So just enjoy it while, while you, you still get off on it because it'll probably bore you after a little while.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, here, that's exactly that's- what, I, what I think is that dreams are usually based on some uh, unfulfilled desire. Thank and you're Freud. trying to repress that you are turned on by this flashlight by saying, "Oh, I'm not using it" or whatever. But meanwhile, they're coming, it's, it's coming, coming out in your, out in your dreams, so to okay. speak. <laughs> not to super analyze your wet dreams, no. but so that ham. could be
1: just just spend like a Sunday afternoon, just really getting in with the flashlight. Just go for <laughs> like it, Sarah.
0: We have we had interviewed someone for this podcast who used it so often in like a, day, a one or two day period that he had to go to the, the emergency clinic because his
2: He realized he was allergic to latex. Well, he didn't realize
0: he was allergic. His dick swelled up into like a can of tuna. What was that? Um, A tuna
2: can. A tuna can. I'll
1: be honest with you. I often put calluses on my clitoris.
2: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God is right.
1: Yeah, it's very upsetting, but it feels so good at the moment. I have
0: never in my... 50 some odd years of living have had a callus. on like a Taurus vagina <laughs> I, from I masturbating. I have
1: to like stop myself from coming so much so that I don't do that. I'm like, Oh, you're going to hurt yourself. Stop. Oh
2: my God.
1: Just right on the end. It's horrible. Now do you, There's, when you, you it masturbate, hurt, it hurts afterwards. What? Sarah, when
0: you masturbate, oh are you always watching porn? Or are you, are you reading erotica? Or are you just laying in bed by yourself? Yeah. remembering i uh, the day.
1: M- well, most of the time when I'm masturbating, it's like on a cam show. Um, but oh, when webcam. I masturbate for my own personal, uh, it's it's usually yeah, like so quick that like I mean, why would I even spend time to turn anything on like. I, I, I can come in like 30 seconds. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why? Well, how it, do
0: you attribute that? I, it, it, there's no way I'd come in 30 seconds. How do you, yeah, how is, is it, that just who you are or is it because of the what you do every day? Uh, is, the I more you it use could, it, the uh, more it I'm comes really, faster?
1: I'm really familiar with my body, what I need, you know, like I'm very, very, very familiar with my body. Let's talk about and, that.
0: I really want to talk about that because that yeah. is so important to me to have young women and any, actually I shouldn't even say young women, all women understand how important it is to learn your own body and what turns you on. Yeah. Because you are the only person that has that owner's manual to your vagina.
1: And then once you figure it out, you can tell somebody else, which will make your sex life so much better, so much quicker. I mean, like you guys can stumble around and try to get there, but like, if you already know, then you can just tell them and it just makes it so much easier. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, Do you think that it's, it's so it's it, when you when you talk like that, it seems like it's very physical, so it's not as much in the psychological realm.
1: Um, more for me, it's like relaxation, but not necessarily, I don't have to be thinking about anything specific, although I will have certain trigger thoughts that might get me to come quicker or harder. Oh. But I think what
0: Cam were you asking yes. is whether or not she has to be in a relationship in order to have good sex or what were you asking
2: uh, i was thinking of what what would bring someone to an orgasm quicker or slower than uh,
1: I, I actually just think about the whole like physiological aspect of it like my like clit pulsating and my juices start flowing and stuff it really takes me about 30 40 seconds wow um but uh like if i am having a hard time like when i'm having like regular sex with someone or if i'm um for some reason, just not able to like get there. I'm like almost there I have certain trigger thoughts that will like help me get over the hump. And your love. trigger fo-
0: th- thoughts are fantasies. My way your trigger, like what it's how I uh,
1: like one of my number one trigger thoughts is I love to think about cream pies. <laughs> yeah. So like um, if well, I just I- think about him coming inside me or if I'm having sex with a guy and I think about him coming inside me, that will usually make me come. Or if I'm, you know, ha- trying to like masturbate and no, for some reason I can't make it happen. I'll think about the last time somebody came inside me.
0: And, and okay, so back to our listeners are not as versed in the <laughs> language of porn as...
2: I you. honestly thought he when isn't. she said cream pie, I literally thought the, the food. Okay. He, oh, no,
1: I, no, no. Cream pie meaning like when a guy ejaculates inside you.
2: I, I got it after I, I got
1: it in it, context.
0: And I thought it has to expanding. do with like uh, anal cream pie.
1: Whoa. That's...
0: <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> There's where my mind goes, Woo, I even got a look. Sarah gave me a look like, what the hell's wrong with this girl? She's like perverted. Or something.
2: <laughs> Speaking
0: of perversion, so. Oh, okay, so.
1: What?
2: Where were you going to go? I was going to go there. You were going to go to. I was going to go well, right. We didn't to... get to the one listener question that we've been oh, talking yeah, we about have... for hours. Oh, we need to get to the do, listener do, question. So do they have a size in plus size or BBW fleshlights? I don't know.
1: That's a good question. I'm not sure if they have a BBW girl. You know, they change (laughs) their flashlight girls
2: kind of frequently, so it's hard to say. BBW, by the way, for listeners, I just learned big, beautiful women.
0: Yeah. And I guess Sarah would qualify as a BBW.
1: I don't know. I do sometimes. Yeah, like uh, a lot of people don't consider me a BBW, but... Some people do. It, it kind of depends on, like, what time of the year it is. Like, to catch me, like, right after Thanksgiving, <laughs> it's totally possible I could lean more towards bbw. <laughs> You're so
2: adorable. Oh, anyway. So, um, I want to know about your your writing and directing of porn and how, like, you come up. I, we'll get to that, brother. Okay. We're,
0: we have our little cheat sheet here of what we, we wanted we to ask you. We have two
2: things that we want to talk yeah. about, but I, I'm... Very interested. Yeah, I, I'm interested in it uh, as how, well. How do you decide what to create? In, in, would you say your is your porn because you produce it yourself different than other porn? Because most most
0: men produce porn. I'm assuming, and so yeah, there's still, they write it. There's,
2: there's a handful of
1: females that produce porn as well, but you know most porn is produced by men, and it's also consumed mostly by men. So you know you do have to realize you are making a product for a man for the most part.
0: See, I always thought, like, what I like in porn is different than that my partners have liked. And I always like a little bit of a story. I mean, it doesn't have to, I just don't like to all of a sudden turn porn on and see someone just banging somebody. It just it doesn't do it for me. But if there's, like, a little plot, that's what I like,
1: you know. I like probably a little less plot than that. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, I like, I like to establish a reason for sex. But I don't necessarily need to be involved in a plot.
0: Well, if you like, if any, I'm okay
1: with like a plumber or a pool boy yeah, and like That's what I'm talking about know,
0: Pizza Man. Yeah, something like that. What? Yeah, if,
1: something brief.
0: Okay. If, it doesn't
1: need to be like deception and lies. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, I, I say that's, that's
0: that's too complicated of a plot for me as well. But if you need any right, help right. <laughs> if you need any help, I'm voluntarily I'm volunteering my services. To help oh, write disgusting. and 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 even direct.
2: Where did oh, this come from? I
0: don't know. I've just had a fantasy that I'd
2: like to do that.
0: Oh, you with the fantasies oh, again? Yes. So, so Sarah, you make
2: it a reality. Uh, so, so what makes your porn stand out, Sarah? Uh,
1: well, one of the main things that I try to make a real effort is that everybody on screen really wants to be there. I don't like to shoot girls that are just there for the paycheck or, you know, any other reason I want to make sure that people that are on camera are enjoying themselves.
2: Mm.
0: And, and also that they're not being uh, somehow physically abused or, or, no, or no, humiliated or it's a, not a negative no, experience.
1: Like, uh, that's, you know, a lot of times you hear stories about people that are in uh, the porn industry that, um, have been, they feel like they've been taken advantage of or uh, you know their boundaries were crossed and stuff and that would never happen on my sets first and foremost because i hire adults hmm. people that can actually make their own decisions and if they're uncomfortable they say something you know so um,
0: yeah but what about I, the I just, what about the male dancers? about
1: the type of people that i hire in the first place
0: What about that guy that i think his last name is Dean James Yeah I mean, he was an adult and he, on the set with adults. And what, what's your take on that?
1: Well, it's interesting. You know, I'll tell you my take on that. My experiences with James Dean have all been really good. Oh. And I've never um, like hung out with him. We're not friends necessarily. Necessarily, We've done a couple scenes together. They were all hot scenes. They were all very, very passionate. He was a great performer. So I have nothing to say about that. Um, maybe it's because I'm an adult. Maybe it's because I'm the one who handled myself in a way that these other girls did not handle themselves. I don't know, but I didn't have any problems with James Dean. What? I think a lot of it has to do with how assertive you are initially when you meet somebody.
2: So so James Dean was purportedly –
0: That he abused women on set, Um, and not just one. Apparently,
1: he crossed boundaries like uh, frequently. Mm -hmm. Mm.
0: So and and so that's been pretty controversial. But I just uh... I don't know.
1: I he was very aggressive with me, and our scenes were very aggressive scenes. But I like that. I enjoy aggressive (laughs) sex. So that was never like yeah. well, yeah. that,
0: that's the thing. I mean, maybe some of these girls uh, were frightened by the aggression and yeah. he wasn't taking up on those cues when they said stop.
1: Right. Exactly. Who knows? So that but doesn't yeah, have that's... to do with
0: age as much. It has to do with being assertive. Uh, right? No,
1: when I say I don't mean age is adult is an age. I mean, adult is a maturity. Right. Mm. You know, like uh, there's so many girls that are in our industry that are 18 and they are allowed to be in industry. You know, we don't have people that are not adults in the industry by age. They are 18 years old. But the problem is, is they don't act like adults. They don't take responsibility for their body, their thoughts, their actions. They don't take control over, uh, you know, what they're being paid or, you know, how people are treating them.
0: And why I've do you never, think that is, though? I mean, it, to me, I'm it's, not sure. I'm blaming know, I the victim like to, there too.
1: Somehow, I would like to like really try to instill that in a lot of like female performers especially young girls like it's your body like you have the right to say yes or no granted if you say no to something you may not make that money like that's okay you'll make that money somewhere else that, well that's you what know? i was saying
0: it's like it almost sounds like you were blaming the the young girls for doing it because they felt if they didn't do it that they would not be in the industry um but- I,
1: I i you know what I, my problem is not so much blaming young girls but i feel that um, maybe society is to blame on how we've raised our young women because like, I, I have never had been harassed on set. I've never been made to feel uncomfortable and I know it happens, but I can't help but think that it happens because of the type of interactions that people have with each other.
0: How did you have the confidence to be able to stand up for yourself when you were starting out so young?
1: I didn't know any better not to. Like, I, I'm an only child. I was raised by a woman. Um, I was married to a very strong man who put a lot of confidence in me. I had no idea that women wouldn't. I wouldn't use "stand up for yourself." This is my body, and I'm sharing it with the world. That's a privilege. Hmm. Like, and I just don't. I just never had that. I never had any kind of like um, self esteem problems or. You know, um, I, so I always have, like, this like, self-ownership about me and my body and what I'm uh, giving to you and what I'm allowing you to do with it.
0: See why I was impressed when I met her? I loved it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> and
0: speaking of things I, that impressed me, I just wanted, before, you know, we go on to our next questions, I wanted to, you, you said something so profound about, uh, when I asked you about penis size. <laughs> And and <laughs> and then we you really got into sex in general, and I said to you, "Why? Here we go with this I expected two times in a row. We went right to the penis size question, but when I asked you about penis size, yeah, you you said that it really is not about the size, and you want to continue as to what that was?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, people are always asking me if size matters. The only thing that it matters is like how you have sex. It, it's not so much that it, it's going to prohibit you from having orgasms or from giving orgasms i've had some of my best sex with like very medium-sized guys and even small guys and of course large guys too but it's all about like how you use your tool and knowing how to use your tool um you have to pay attention and communicate with your partner and just uh you know get creative with it and really make an effort because you're gonna come we know that you're gonna come guys are gonna come Yes, the guy is going to come. Exactly. The guy is going to come. It's about making her come. So you're going to have to like use your tool however you need to use it in order to make her do that. And it's totally possible. You just have, might have to put a little like effort into it or be a little creative.
0: And she's actually going to write a book.
1: Uh, what's it called? The BJ Bible. I love oh. it.
0: That's a catchy title.
1: Thank BJ you. Bible. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but I got a, a few th- awards. I got a few awards for my oral skills.
2: Oh wow! Oh, do you have any tips yeah. for our listeners?
1: You know, I really think it's important to keep it wet. That's probably the most important thing in communication. But communication is kind of like an overall blanket advice for like all of sex. Hmm.
0: But I like what you said also about hand jobs.
1: Oh yeah, 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 definitely don't leave out the hands, especially for like the grand finale. Uh, like as long as the guy isn't adverse to it, you know, get all involved, use your hands, touch the balls, like really grab the dick, stroke it. You know, you got to kind of think that you're, you know, trying to impersonate a vagina.
2: Oh, mm. what about you? You said get creative one for guys trying to make women orgasm, how you have yeah. any, what are the creative ways? Well,
1: I mean, you obviously you've got all the little things like toys and ice and this and that. Ice? I feel like that, I feel like that's like parlor tricks that like you can do it to like, you know, every now and then, but you know, it's not like every night you have sex, you're going to pull out an ice cube, like, <laughs> you know, but I, I think like maybe angles is really important. Um, You know, just trying different angles. Like you like lift one leg up and like put well, your one leg up and then like, maybe hold her hips and, like, turn her around a little bit and, you know, just try different angles and maybe get aggressive and maybe, like, get passionate. Well, well, you're saying
0: so that you can position yourself so there's friction that so it's touching her clit.
1: Not not only just her clit because, you know, women have orgasms internally through the G-spot and externally through the clitoris, and some women have to have both stimulated at the same time. So um, just to get, you know, different... Uh, angles and different stimulate, stimulate, stimulation. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you know, like if you close your legs, you get a totally different feeling than if your legs are open. Uh, you know, this is true. Like, yeah, it's it's it's, it's just it's try different things and see how she responds. It's all about like what you're doing and not like what you're doing
2: it with.
0: She's amazing. Anyway,
2: anyway, uh. Should we continue on or should we wrap it up?
0: No, we're going to continue. When I met you, there was two things I really want to discuss because you brought them up. I said, what did you learn from all your years being in porn? And and I can't remember how many years. You said 14 or 17 or some ridiculous. 17. (laughs) (laughs) 17 years. And the two things that you brought up were one, that there's racism in porn and two, that there was fetish shaming. Now, I thought maybe you can go into those a little bit. We don't have a ton of time, but if you can go into them a little bit, we'd appreciate it.
1: Um, The racism thing and the fetish shaming, they're both kind of on the same, you know, coin, really. It's uh, just like outside world. We all judge each other inside the porn industry, too. And it's really sad, you know, considering that we are having sex for a living, um, one of my biggest problems has always been racism in porn. Uh, girls ask for different rates to get paid uh, to have sex with a black performer. Um,
0: they ask for more money. To get, wait, so they're asking for more money? A white girl's going to ask for more money if she's going to have sex with a black performer? Often. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow.
1: And and producers will often, even like, cause, you know, obviously I'm white. And I have sex with uh, black performers on a frequent basis. And even though I do not change my rate based on color, uh, I will have producers ask me what my rate is for interracial. Isn't not that crazy? as It's if my rate for interracial should be a separate rate than it would be for boy-girl. Wow.
0: That's crazy. And so... Uh, and, it and, is.
1: And, and, it and is. did you tell and me... black that- performers also get paid less Right. well. That's what I
0: was asking that black performers are paid male and female black performers are paid less than whites.
1: Right. And it's starting to get better, you know, like, um, I feel like there's probably less of that going on, although I'm sure it's still happening, but, uh, and, and where I feel like it is happening, it's because there are less profitable black companies that have budgets to pay black performers what they deserve. Hmm. Um, but my big problem is when a producer actually initiates the racism by by, yeah. uh, by know, it offering up. me a, yeah by offering me a different rate to fuck a black performer notes. yeah yeah
2: how do you usually respond to them when they say that
1: um you know I'm not trying to cause problems and stuff but I I just take note of it and I have to take it with like a little bit of grain of, grain of salt because. There are a lot of performers out there that do charge a different rate for having sex with a black man, um, especially. You know, so even though I think it's wrong, I try not to, you know, I try to pick my battles and re- I'd rather speak about it on a very, like, general open forum like this mm-hmm. than have, like, direct confrontations on a constant basis. Yeah.
0: yeah. And and just on the, the idea about pay, do they pay you more, like, if you do anal scenes or they if you do... Um, you know, uh, multiple partner scenes or.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, and so what about this fetish shaming? How does this,
1: well, as far as like fetish shaming, you know, it just goes to show that like whether you're outside the porn industry or inside the porn industry, there's definitely, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of judgment. There's people that will, uh, do crossover or you know, which is where, you're a straight performer, and you also perform on the gay side, or maybe you perform with transsexuals and um, a lot of a lot of that causes problems in the industry because you know a lot of people feel that that makes uh, the straight side at more high risk for uh, STDs and HIV oh. when they have crossover performers. So there's a lot of finger pointing there, hmm. and then there's you know other fetishes as well. You know, like there's a lot of people that judge. What people are doing, um, you know, as far as making porn, producing porn, and in their private lives, just it's it's a little bit of sad, but you know, we're we're no different than the outside world. Yeah, and I thought,
0: and I thought, I I foolishly thought that if you know people are open to all kinds of alternative relationships and porn, that they'd be open to accepting people from whatever their fetishes are. But apparently, I'm not correct in that.
1: (laughs) You can't assume anything. Porn in the adult industry is a really great place for people of like minds to find each other, though. So if you do, like, porn with, like, clowns, midgets, and, now. girls with red lipstick, <laughs> you can find other people that like that, too. Ooh,
2: yeah. I did not realize that one potential benefit for me going to clown school is that I could get into clown porn.
1: Yeah,
0: you are. You, I, I you can, absolutely
1: What could. do you think,
0: Sarah? Do you, do you think he, <laughs> gets, sure. he can make it big in that In arena? That, I mean, you needed to make some extra cash on the right? <laughs> side.
1: This, <right>. <laughs> this is perfect. This is perfect.
2: I wanted to close on the question of why you decided to get into porn and what you feel like you, what keeps you in the industry.
0: And did your mother or father ever walk in on you when you were having sex? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Well, I didn't lose my virginity until I was eighteen. my My mom and dad, my mom and dad, neither one of them ever walked in on me like doing anything like that at all. Not even remotely.
0: Are they conservative um, people? Or are they? Um, wild not up?
1: at all. Not at all. Uh, they think porn is fine. They don't watch it, but they think it's great that I'm successful and that I'm happy. And as long as that I'm a good person, that you know they you know haven't seen like a change in my personality like they they don't think that anything's wrong with me doing what I love and doing what I enjoy and make a good living at it
0: and you started out as a stripper
1: yeah I started out as a stripper yep and then, and um what was the what was the question that you asked I'm yeah, sorry what
2: what what keeps you going what what do, what do you love about it
1: oh well when it first started I really really just love the sex part you know like I was really new to sex. I didn't lose Virginia until I was 18. And I started doing porn when I was like 22. So I was really interested in exploring my sexuality in a really big way, but in a safe way, controlled way. And why not do it? I I had like no problems with like my exhibitionists, you know, Mm -hmm. exhibitionism. So um, I thought, why not do it with like hot people that are like tested? And that True. just made sense to me.
0: But, what, but what, now, you, what even got you into stripping? I mean, that's still a little avant-garde even for, you know, at 18 yeah. a uh, I actually,
1: I had, I had a boyfriend who ended up being my husband that suggested I start stripping. I was like quite a bit of a tomboy and I worked in offices and I was working four jobs. I was going to college full time. I was kind of like just working my ass off. And he was like, "Why don't you be a stripper?" And I thought he was crazy. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm not cute enough for that. Like, there's no way." And uh, then I started hanging out in strip clubs, and I was like, "I could totally do this." And he, <laughs> and
0: he, and he was totally cool with it. He was like, "Yeah, I don't care if my uh, girlfriend yeah, turned was. wife.
1: He was not
0: at all." And your yeah, parents are was. they like? Totally did cool. they like have normal like a uh, were they an accountant and a teacher or what? What were their jobs? No, like?
1: my. parents. They're laborers, they're like handy men, handy people, Mm -hmm. uh, like carpentry, construction, demolition, stuff like that. They're laborers. Yeah, okay.
2: And did you ever walk in on them having sex?
1: Oh gosh, I didn't, oh fuck. No, (laughs) they could hear it all the time. They were very, very loud. Like very 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 loud. Did they and bring out the jackhammers and stuff. Embarrassing moment at breakfast. It was like my mom screaming all the time, and like you could just hear the thumping. And uh, like we lived in an old house, so it was like really loud. And breakfast was always like awkward because they they thought it was funny, and I definitely <laughs> did not think it was funny at all. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: But well, it, it made you more relaxed, though, maybe thinking, you know, that they were so open about it, so maybe that's... Yeah,
1: you know, like, I was really uptight in high school, like, really, really uptight about sex in high school. Like, I just didn't want the shit pushed on me. Like, let me just take my time, like, quit, quit, like, thinking I'm fucking. Like, my mom always mm-hmm. thought I was having sex. She was like, are you a lesbian? Just tell me. And I'm like, I don't know. Just slow down. I'm not ready for all this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that sounds familiar. You know,
2: well, I yeah. asked you if you were gay. No, but you were on you. You were very obsessed with me having sex.
1: No, my mom used to give me condoms school. every time I left the house.
2: Not, not that you
0: pathologized how I was. Well, I guess in
2: college you're okay. more like, "Are you having sex?" Well, I wanted you yeah. to experience no, I mean,
1: life. I, my mom put me on birth control like really early, and then she just kept on giving me condoms. And I'm like, "What do I do with these things?" Like, <laughs> so look
0: what happened. Yeah. You became a porn star. To-
1: just yeah to, but just you know i mean, think that's what it was it's like i had waited so long to like have sex that once i did have sex i was like an adult about it and i was like i want to do this a lot but i don't want to do it with a bunch of dummies like i want to do it with like professionals <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> i i agree on that note on that note yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show yeah oh we love thank you, thank you Sarah so much Jay. for having me do you have anything to plug
1: absolutely uh like i have a youtube channel sarah j tv and of course i've had my own site sarah j.com for the past 14 years so please check that out yeah, uh social media sarah j triple x is on twitter and official sarah j on
2: instagram perfect and that'll all be in the show notes of this episode that's what i was about to say
1: yes
0: thank you thanks sarah
1: it was a pleasure thank you guys it
0: was our pleasure love you we'll keep in touch
1: okay bye
0: that was our interview with Sarah J. It gives you a new meaning about cream pies, doesn't it? No no longer is it Boston cream pie at the at the Baker Square. That
2: was <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were gone I love the Baker Square. Uh, <laughs> it was it was very interesting to hear about the female orgasm and getting to the hump and mm-hmm. you know the trigger her Effort to get over the trigger thoughts and how she or, to use possibly, trigger thoughts. How could she possibly have an orgasm in thirty seconds? I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? It Takes
0: me like forty five minutes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> ah, I, just, it, 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 I don't have the same problem, ah, but no. ah, ah. I think it is interesting how different men and women are in that respect.
0: Absolutely, and and what I liked about Sarah is her. She's awesome. She's just a fun, loving, smart girl, and she's in it for the right reasons. And I like the. do fact- you
2: call her a girl? I think she's a full fledged woman. Oh, she's
0: a. She's a big girl and she's happy about it. And that's what it was like to me. So it's such a good discussion because all my life I was like, oh, does my butt look big? And shoot, you know, do jeans make me look fat? And, and now it's the complete opposite. And, and she
2: she's always been a
0: trendsetter in that way.
2: I can't believe that you even had those thoughts. Oh, being my God. The cougar that you are. OK,
0: first of all, let's talk about the fact that I wasn't always a cougar. I was okay. A, okay. So a, in you know, your pre Cougar days, you days, you had a little
2: more self conscious thought.
0: Self conscious. I had a guy that I was friends with who I'm not going to mention names. But I'm a, a freshman year of college, I'm walking through the cafeteria and I hear a Shrifter, that was my maiden name. Move your fat ass. And I was mortified. Wow. Mortified what a about douchebag. that. What a douchebag. He thought you had a fat ass? And made it like a negative. So fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck him. But anyway, my point is that so it, it, that those days were the days of the twiggy days and people like wanted to be as thin as possible. My girlfriend used to say, you can never be too rich and too thin. Seriously. So that was the mentality. And now, Wideside Productions, she's talking about she and I like the fact that she never was embarrassed about her fat ass. She took it to a to, a, you know, use it to her advantage.
2: Yeah, I love that. I, I also love the fact that she thinks that the yoga body is coming in style with the porn.
0: Oh, I like it too because I'm all of a sudden this yoga yogi extraordinaire, and, and I
2: happen to like yoga bodies. Oh, In really? My, yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that's my uh, that's your thing. That's my yeah. That said, my feelings about porn still remain really a bit, uh, yeah. And what's cool,
0: and we're gonna give you a little preview here, a little taster, little taster. You want to introduce it?
2: We have Matt Dobschutz on the show next week, who is the producer and host of Porn Free Radio. He talks all about porn addiction, and he gives a perfect juxtaposition to this episode. So make sure to tune in for next week.
0: Right. I mean, it would have been interesting if we had them on together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that laughs> I don't been. think he would. He said he'd never have a porn
2: star on his radio. You're right. You're right. That would be, yeah. That would be, that's not, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. You know what? Thank you all for listening.
0: And I hope that you will definitely let us know your uh, your viewpoints about the, the topics we talked about in this episode, because we do bring up racism. We do bring up fetish shaming and and some really good oral sex tips and sex tips in general. We'd love to hear what you have to say about it.
2: So uh, leave a comment in the rating and review section on iTunes. It's and a great way to get in touch with us. Oh, we it love helps us out a lot.
0: Absolutely. And we would love to hear your thoughts. And get ready because we're going to start up a Patreon page. So we'll more news on that one to come.
2: Yeah. Soon, soon to be, be able to fund this little expedition that we call Sex Talk with My Mom. Not
0: just fund it. It's a way that we're going to be able to interact with you much more closely and intimately because it's a feed only that only Patreon members will be able to be privy to.
2: Yeah, and how, how do you know how they'd be able to access that Patreon page yet?
0: Yeah, it's we're gonna send you. Uh, we'll have links of, for the, our Patreon page in the iTunes description. Is
2: it like patreon.com slash Sex Talk with My
0: Mom or something? Yep, like that? or it could be Sex Sex Talk Podcast. Whatever we haven't made the decision yet, as to what the name is gonna be? But oh, yeah, Oh, great. So this is gonna be. It'll a probably be patreon.com dot slash Sex Talk with My Mom, and it's very easy to access, and it's very easy to become. There's different tiers of which you become a member, and it's gonna be great for you for everyone who really wants to get more involved in this podcast and we'll be able to interact with you much easier so with that said still you need to subscribe on iTunes okay
2: enough with the asks of, of them okay I, you know can what? they just listen to the podcast and yeah. enjoy it okay
0: sorry sorry you know how I am I know
2: how you are all well, right did I ever tell you my nickname was always the bulldog thank you all for listening bye bye